Hello there, lovebirds and heartbreak survivors. Welcome to Relationship Realness, the podcast where we keep it real about all things relationships. I'm your host, Christina, and I am here to guide you through the ups and downs of love, from first dates to last goodbyes, whether you're looking for the secret to a long and happy relationship or just need some good old-fashioned venting about your ex, we've got you covered. So grab a glass of wine or whatever your beverage of choice may be, settle in, and get ready to join the conversation on all things relationship realness. Let's dive in, my loves. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to another episode of Relationship Realness. My name's Christina, also known to many as the Relationship Boss. And let me tell you, you guys, recording this episode today has been so hard. I kept running into so many different technical difficulties. I am now on a new microphone. But when I bought this microphone, I had honestly no idea. When I opened the box, it like had the numbers 777 on the front. And I was like, okay, I'm seeing some angel numbers. Maybe this is a good sign. Maybe this needed to happen. Um, but we're here and we're recording and everything is going to be fine. You know, lately I have just been feeling, it's almost like this feeling. I don't even know if I can describe it properly, but it's that feeling where I'm waiting and I don't like it, but it's, I'm waiting for something to happen. I'm waiting for the next stage of my life. I'm waiting for an opportunity to present itself or a sign to just fall into my lap and, It's been really hard and I'm feeling restless and I'm feeling a lack of excitement and I'm noticing that I am craving that change. I think I talked about it a couple of weeks ago or last week. I'm craving change in my life. I'm craving a change in my living situation. I'm craving a change of wanting more in my business and doing bigger, more things, having more opportunities come my way um, and expand and grow and do all of these fun things. It's almost like I'm stuck though. It's like I'm stuck in fear or I'm stuck in trusting that the universe is going to present the exact opportunity that is meant for me at the exact right time that it is supposed to happen. Um, And it's hard and I'm filling the void, which is like buying shit. I'm filling the void with, um, you know, just staying busy, which is nothing wrong with that in at all. Um, and it's just been filled with a lot of like material purchases and I don't like that, but I also think that my husband and I have had to have a lot of hard conversations recently and, um, there's nothing wrong with that. Like I am a sucker for some hard conversations. I love to be able to know that I can go to my partner and talk to him and him and I can work together as a team and granted during some of those conversations, we can both get a little bit heated. My lovely husband is a Scorpio. I am Aquarius with Sagittarius rising. And we, you know, I'm also half black, half Italian. I have attitude in me, okay? But we're having to continuously work together. And working together is really, really important, especially in a relationship, especially when we're navigating that like in-between limbo phase where we're both craving more. We're both a little like, I just want some excitement. I just want something more. I want something bigger. I want something better although we don't know what it is. So we're having to work together as a team to figure it out, right? 
we both know that right now we're, we're not trying to have kids. We both know that we want it to be career-based for us, the next change that we see happen or the next move we see happen or either it's buying a house or moving apartments, something nicer, bigger, better, right? But we just don't know what that is, okay? So, you know, I've experienced firsthand the struggle of having to have those hard conversations with a partner. And that's what today's episode is mostly about, um, is how to have the hard conversations, why we even avoid the hard conversations to begin with, because we need to be able to have these conversations with our partners in order to make our relationship last. And it's really easy to understand why we often avoid them, right? the fear of conflict, the worry of hurting each other, or maybe even the concern that we might uncover something that we'd rather just not face or have to deal with. And we think that staying in the dark is just going to be easier. But here's the thing, avoiding these conversations can lead to like those unspoken tensions and the slow erosion of connection in your relationship. So in this episode, I really wanted us to explore why we tend to shy away from the difficult talks and share some strategies with you to help you face them head on because you got to do it. You just, you just have to do it. I'm, I'm so sorry. But if you avoid the hard conversations, it's just worse than actually just sitting down and having the conversation with your partner. Okay, trust me. I have learned the importance of embracing vulnerability. And we're always sometimes a little bit scared to be vulnerable. I even myself woke up today and I was like, oh, I don't know if I want to be vulnerable on my stories. I don't know if I want to be vulnerable on my podcasts. I don't know if I want to be vulnerable today, but it's necessary not only for me to help you all the best of my ability, but it's necessary for me. It's necessary for me to move through the emotions that I'm feeling and figure them out and I have to be honest with myself, I have to be honest with all of you, and I have to be honest with my partner, right? And we have to embrace the honest dialogue on top of the vulnerability. And I'm really excited to share these insights with you. So let's just jump right in and start paving the way for more stronger, more authentic connections for you to be able to create that in your relationship, okay? So let's just start with why people avoid the hard conversations to begin with. And I think that people avoid them for various reasons, right? We have the obvious reasons, but let's just go through them, okay? And maybe one of these things is going to strike a chord with you and you're going to be like, "Mm, I'm guilty. Um, Is she talking directly to me? Maybe, yes, probably, (laughs) okay? Number one, we fear conflict. I think that that's basically, I I could technically just end this episode here. We, a lot of people fear conflict. You know, some individuals may fear that engaging in these difficult conversations will absolutely lead to conflict or arguments. So then you may avoid these discussions in order to maintain the peace or avoid upsetting your partner, right? But, but, a big, huge but, avoiding these conversations can lead to unresolved issues and resentment down down the line in the long run, okay? We cannot operate from a place of fear when it comes to conflict and arguments because conflict and arguments are both normal things to experience in a healthy relationship. And I know a lot of people have a misconception of, 
well, you know, if we argue or if we have conflict, then it's not healthy, then it's not perfect, then, you know, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I honestly think the complete opposite. I think that if there is some form of conflict or argument in your relationship, it's actually a good sign because you and your partner are speaking up for yourself. You are talking about what you need and what you want. You are discussing your fears and your goals and things you want to see happen in your relationship. And that will times lead to conflict and arguments because you and your partner are not the same person. And maybe you want different things or need different things. Um, or maybe you have uh, different ideas about what the future has in store for you guys. But in order to find a solution, there will likely be conflict or arguments along the way and you have to start being comfortable with that or at least give yourself permission to be uncomfortable. It's okay to be uncomfortable and learn to sit in those uncomfortable feelings because that's when you see growth, okay? Having conflict or arguing in your relationship It's just a stepping stone to finding a solution that works for you guys and to be able to move forward instead of consistently feeling stuck or consistently feeling unfulfilled or consistently feeling like you're just going around in circles over and over and over again, okay? So fear of conflict. I'm sure a few of you can um, relate to that, okay? Another reason we avoid the hard conversations is discomfort with vulnerability, Hard conversations often require vulnerability and openness, like I mentioned, right? And sharing those deep emotions, concerns, or discussing sensitive topics can absolutely make you feel exposed and uncomfortable. So then that results in you choosing to avoid the conversation to protect yourself from the potential emotional discomfort or rejection, okay? Listen, if you're gonna be in a relationship You have to be vulnerable. You have to be okay with a little bit of emotional discomfort, right? Life is emotionally uncomfortable sometimes and we can't just avoid life. And especially if you're looking to deepen a connection, deepen a bond with your partner and move through maybe even a really difficult time, you got to, got to, got to, got to learn how to be vulnerable And I know that we fear rejection, but you know, something that I've even told my husband lately is he's like, I just don't want to be rejected. He's been applying jobs and he just feels like, you know, nothing's kind of panning out the way he wanted to pan out. And I said, babe, like you're not being rejected. You're just being redirected, right? If you go for every single job and you get accepted to every single job you apply for, then what you do you don't want every single job you apply for you want the job you want the job that wants you same thing goes for dating if you ever feel like you're being rejected right and in a relationship if you get rejected right it's not a rejection of you as a person it's just a redirection towards a different path to take okay so give yourself permission to get a little bit discomfort not get discomfort, be uncomfortable with vulnerability and start putting yourself out there and, you know, give yourself permission to understand, okay, if this conversation doesn't go the way that I have paid it out to go in my mind, then I'm not being rejected. I'm just being redirected, whether I'm being redirected to another relationship that can actually provide me with the needs that I'm looking for. Maybe I'm being redirected towards trying to figure out a different solution, okay? 
Um, next, you know, we often avoid the hard conversations because we want to maintain the harmony in our relationship. And people will naturally crave harmony and positive interactions in their relationship. Duh, obviously. So when we crave that, we typically avoid to we typically avoid the difficult conversations in an attempt to just preserve the current state of peace and avoid disrupting the relationship dynamics, right? But however, on the flip side, avoiding the important discussions can hinder your growth and your understanding of each other and getting a resolution to the problem at hand. Or you're going to continue to have a problem. You're going to continue to argue over the same things and you don't even know what you're arguing about because you're unwilling to actually sit down and talk to each other to get to the root of the problem. And if you're so focused on maintaining the peace and the status quo and just making sure everything looks perfect in a perfect little bow can you really really ignore your own shit for that long that like you're really happy that you're really at peace that you're really at harmony because to be honest I think that you're just lying to yourself if I'm just gonna throw that out there and give you some tough love because if you have something you need to talk to your partner about but you're afraid of rocking the boat then you are doing yourself a disservice. You are not honoring yourself. You are not honoring your own boundaries. You are disrespecting yourself by just trying to put your head down and shut up and just not rock the boat, okay? So stop it, (laughs) okay? You know, you may also avoid the hard conversations because you don't even know how to have them and maybe you lack the communication skills. Some individuals lack the necessary communication skills to effectively navigate these hard conversations. So then you may feel uncertain about how to express your thoughts and emotions without causing harm or misunderstanding. Um, And the fear of not being able to communicate effectively can absolutely lead you to avoid these altogether. So If you resonate with this one and you're just like, I know I need to talk about it. I'm okay talking about it. I just don't know how to actually do it. Reach out for support. Listen to another one of my episodes where I talk about how to create healthy communication. There are so many resources out there for you to learn the how so you can do the thing. So don't use that as an excuse anymore. No, no. There's too many ways for you to learn how to have these hard conversations, okay? And lastly, you know, you may avoid having the hard conversations because of past negative experiences, which is absolutely fair because previous negative experiences with difficult conversations or conflicts can absolutely shape your behavior in your current relationship, of course, right? It's what I help people overcome on a daily basis. And if you've ever encountered intense arguments or unresolved issues or emotional pain or just completely having your feelings shut down and invalidated, you will absolutely develop a fear or aversion to having these similar conversations with your present relationships, okay? But one thing you really have to understand is you cannot live your life letting your past dictate your present and or have you worrying about the future. You're not with your past partner anymore. You're not, or even if you are, you have to maybe change what you're doing and change the way you're approaching the conversation and do things a little bit differently, okay? If you want to create a mature relationship, you cannot let your past dictate your present and or your future. You got to just change up the way you're doing things, learn new skills, grow a little bit, 
Um, get a new partner. I don't really know, but you cannot let your fear of what happened in the past hold you back from doing what you know you need to do, okay? So those are just some signs of why you may be avoiding these conversations. And overcoming the avoidance of the hard conversations is going to require a willingness. It is going to require trust. It is going to require skill building. It involves absolutely fostering the open communication and developing active listening skills. Guys, listening is part of communication, okay? I just had this conversation with a couple that I am working with privately, and we often think that just having communication skills is simply the way we talk to people, but it is also how you listen to the words that people are saying and you ask for clarity if you're confused so you don't misconstrue, okay? Just throwing that out there, telling you, reminding you, whatever. Um, you have to create a safe space and a non-judgmental space for both partners to be able to express their thoughts and their feelings, right? Um, and having these hard conversations are absolutely not easy by any means. And I'm not sitting here telling you that they are going to be easy, they're not. They're hard. Emotions rise. Things get heated. Things get um, misunderstood. But over time, you start to kind of ebb and flow with your partner. And the more hard conversations you have to have, the easier they start to feel. Okay, so let me help give you some steps to navigate these conversations to maybe help make it a little bit easier for you. First and foremost, you absolutely have to choose the right time and place. Okay, you cannot just approach your partner when they get home from like a really, really long, stressful day at work and you're fully aware of it and then you go up to them and you're like, well, you know, I was thinking we need to talk. We got to do this. Okay, you got to choose the right time and place. It also doesn't mean having these hard conversations in public because we never know what can happen in public. And, you know, you need to be able to feel safe in your environment to be able to have these conversations. So you want to find a suitable time and place where both you and your partner can have the privacy with minimal distractions, meaning put the fucking phones down, put the phones down, okay? And ensure that you have enough time to engage in the conversation without feeling rushed. Next, you wanna make sure you approach with empathy and respect, okay? Begin the conversation by expressing your intention to have open and honest dialogue. Use I statements to confirm your thoughts and your feelings without placing blame on your partner. No matter what you two are talking about, you got to, got to, got to make sure that you're not going into being like, well, you never do this and you never do that and you make me feel like X, Y, Z. No, no, let's just approach it with respect and empathy and be like, hey, I have something that's on my mind that I really need to talk to you about. Um, I've just been feeling a little bit sad. I've been feeling a little unfulfilled. And I wanted to know if you had some time and space to talk with me about that right now, right? Really focus on how you're feeling, why you're feeling that way, and what you need moving forward, okay? Um, And focus on the issue, not the person. You guys, this is not you against your partner, okay? Keep the conversation centered around the specific issue or topic at hand, rather than just attacking your partner's character. So when I say that, I mean to really, really do your best to avoid using the generalized statements, okay? This was a huge nerve. Y'all, I can't. My husband used to do this all of the time, and I may be guilty of doing it too. But 
it was always the comments like, you always, you never, okay? Or for once, can you do, right? I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it so much because this is absolutely going to escalate tension and this is going to make your partner get way more defensive and we want to avoid that at all costs, okay? So instead, express how certain actions or behaviors make you feel like I just mentioned, okay? Because we cannot devalue everything that your partner may have done or hasn't done. So really do your best not to use those generalized statements in a conversation because that's gonna get you nowhere, okay? Promise. From my own experience, please trust me on that one. So let your defenses go. Two vulnerable people will always find a way to connect. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Let your defenses go, okay? This is not you against your partner. Two people willing to be vulnerable with one another, meaning expressing your feelings, talking it through, being empathetic, being as understanding as you can, two vulnerable people will always find a way to connect, okay? And this goes back into active listening as well active listening and validating emotions. Please practice active listening by giving your partner your full attention, okay? Reflect back on what they say to you to ensure you understand their viewpoint. Like don't just listen in a conversation to answer and like get your point across, right? You're just listening, listening, hearing what they're saying, blah, 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 in through one ear, out the other, and you're like, well, I already know what I'm gonna say back. I already know my rebuttal answer over here. No, okay, just actually try and listen. And if you're confused and you don't know what they're saying, repeat what they said back. Be like, hey, did you just call me an idiot? Because that's what I heard. And your partner's like, no, babe. I was just letting you know that I feel a little bit neglected when, you know, I've asked you multiple times to help me with the housework and you continuously choose to disrespect what I've asked you to do and I'm feeling a little bit sad and unfulfilled, et cetera, et cetera, right? If your partner hears one thing, clarify it. Ask them, what did you mean by that? Can you please explain that a little bit differently? This is what I heard. Is this what you meant? Okay, try doing that. And when I say validate their emotions and experiences, even if you may not fully agree, because sometimes we do not agree with our partner's feelings because we are not them. But it is also not our job to tell our partner that their feelings are wrong or incorrect or whatever. Wrong and correct means the same thing, but you guys know what I mean, okay? <laughs> their feelings are their feelings and your feelings are your feelings. So it's not your job to tell them that their emotions or their experiences aren't true because we can all be looking at the same exact piece of art or listening to the same exact song or watching the same movie and we could all interpret it differently and have different feelings arise for us. So that's really important, okay, to not invalidate your partner's feelings but actually validate them because this helps create an atmosphere of mutual understanding and support, okay? Trust me. Um, you also, you know, seek common ground. Look for areas of agreement and shared goals. Explore potential solutions together and be open to compromise. You guys have to compromise with each other. It cannot just be one way or the highway. 
You guys have to find ways that work and feel good for both of you. So aim for like a collaborative approach where both partners are actively contributing to finding resolutions that satisfy both needs, okay? This is not one against the other, like I said. You two, if you are in a relationship, you have to realize that you're in a partnership now. You're a team, okay? Act like one. And it's okay to take breaks when needed, okay? Emotions start to run really, really high, especially during hard conversations. Um, So it's okay to take breaks if things become overwhelming, right? Agree on like, I don't know, a signal or a safe word that like indicates a pause is needed, right? Like Kentucky, babe, I need a break. I need a break. This is getting too much. And sometimes actually taking a break is really, really good for the conversation because it gives time for the emotions to calm down, clarity to be had in your mind. Um, And then, you know, you can come back with a clear, clear, clear path forward, okay? And maybe sometimes the conversation isn't going to be finished in one sit-down conversation. And that's okay, okay? Um, And honestly, I just want to keep practice ongoing communication. Hard conversations should not just be limited, like I just said, to a one-time discussion. You are going to potentially have to foster ongoing communication by regularly checking in with each other and discussing the concerns or issues as they arise and address them promptly. This is going to help really prevent the buildup of unresolved conflict because if you are just operating from the place of, well, it'll be fine. I'm just not going to say anything. I'm going to sweep it under the rug. It'll go away. It's, it's fine. It's fine. Everything's fine. Is it though? Is it really fine? No, because one day your partner's going to do something so small, something so minute, and you are going to flip your shit. And it's not even going to be about what they just did. That was so small. It's going to be about all of the collective stuff that you haven't talked about, that you haven't touched on, that you've needed to talk about for so long. And then all of a sudden you're going to approach your partner about these things and they're going to be like, um, what? Where is this even coming from? I am so confused. What are you freaking talking about? So one thing I really, really, really hone in with my clients is have real time conversations, right? Not necessarily right this second, right this very moment, but don't let days, weeks, or months pass by before talking to someone about the things that you need to talk to them about, okay? You got it? Okay. That was a lot, but I hope that it was helpful because it's it's been a trend that I've been noticing in my clients lately where they, they are avoiding the hard conversations. And then the minute that they actually choose to do it, it's a lot less scarier than they thought that it was going to be. And then they realize that they're actually getting closer with their partner over time, okay? Because you have to remember, the goal of hard conversations is not to win or to prove your point but to deepen the understanding, to strengthen the connection and find mutually beneficial resolutions to better your relationship, okay? To become a partnership, to get through life's obstacles together as a team. So approach these conversations with patience, 
with empathy and a genuine desire for growth, not only for your relationship, but within yourself, okay? Because I know that having the hard conversations is challenging for us as individuals. And this is just going to be one added thing on your list of being like, hey, okay, I can do hard things. I can do this, right? I can actually have these hard conversations and yeah, it was a little bit scary at first, but now I actually feel so much better, okay? Um, share this episode because I think that everyone needs to hear it. Save it if you want to save it and re-listen to it. Um, DM me if you have any questions about what I've talked about here or never ever hesitate to reach out to me if you have any, any desire to work together privately, to book a private session with me. Um, I also have a new Voxer option, which is fantastic for summer. Um, it's like way less touch like face-to-face support but it's way more chat support so if you are going through anything you could always just walkie talkie me message me and I am there at your fingertips you can just like call it I'm like a little coach in your pocket which is fantastic my clients are loving it so never hesitate to get the support that you need if this felt really overwhelming and you know that you may need someone to hold you accountable okay my loves um you know the drill if you are listening to this in the morning afternoon or night i hope you have an amazing morning afternoon or night my loves